Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Monday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again as we're ready to take you on this 10-minute sports journey of ours together. We have a lot of ground to cover, including these brave storylines should make for a very compelling spring. Plus, a lot of Falcon fans seem very optimistic that their team could be back in the high life, as in the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl life, very soon. And this Georgia prediction makes very little sense, but I happen to agree with it. All of that coming up in a moment, but first I'll remind you we are brought to you by the Rhodes Group. The Rhodes Group is a wonderful local company, and I always love on the podcast working with local companies, and they're my insurance agency. These are the folks that have a goal of saving me as much money as possible and giving me the best insurance coverage, and they can do the same for you. When it comes to getting the best home and car insurance rates, do you know who's doing that for you? Do you know who should be doing that for you? A reputable uh, professional insurance agency like Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group. They're right here in Alpharetta. They're a phone call away. They're a couple of keystrokes away, and their job is to get you the best coverage and save you the most money. If you have a good insurance agent, they should be shopping your rates consistently. If they are not, now it's time to go see my friends at the Rhodes Group. They have set up a landing page for our listeners to the podcast where you can get up to 10 quotes in less than 10 minutes. Simply go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S, roads-group.com slash churnoff, or call them for those 10 quotes at 678 678- Three four one nine six six seven. Say hello to my buddy Clayton Rhodes at the Rhodes Group. So the Super Bowl is behind us now. The Kansas City Chiefs are world champs. Second championship for Patrick Mahomes, for Andy Reid, and for a Chiefs organization that has been kind of the uh, epitome of what a great organization should look like, which should run from top to bottom for the last several years. Now, in Atlanta, we can only dream about having an organization that from the front office to ownership to head coach to quarterback that could run like that. I did see some optimism from Falcon fans, which was encouraging. The Falcoholic polled Falcon fans to see how they were feeling about the future. And 45% of the Falcon fans responded by saying they think they'll see their team back in the Super Bowl within five years. 29% responded and said the next Super Bowl appearance for Atlanta will come within the next decade. 1% of the respondents said they think it'll take longer than uh, 10 years. And 15% believe it'll never happen because we're not allowed to have nice things. Now let's focus on the 45% of Falcon fans who think the team could be in the Super Bowl in the next five years. Is that optimism justified based on anything you're seeing right now? Or is it based on the history of the NFL? The NFL is built on very quick turnarounds if you get enough right through the draft and pick correctly in free agency. And here's what I mean. 
if you look at the Super Bowl contenders this season and just go back five years and look where they were. The Philadelphia Eagles were 9-7. and seven. Okay, not bad. The Chiefs were 12-4, and four, but again, they're exceptionally good in the exception to all rules right now. The 49ers were 4-12. and 12. The Bengals were 6-10. and 10. The Bills were 6-10. and 10. I can argue those are the best five teams in football, all Super Bowl contenders again this season. How about just four years ago? Do you guys remember the Cincinnati Bengals were 2-14? and 14? My goodness, that's a disaster. How about three years ago when the Bengals were 4-11-1, and, and so were the Eagles, 4-11-1, and, and the 49ers were 6-10. and 10. That's how fast this stuff can happen in that league due to age, cap, and injuries. Now, the NFC and NFC South specifically might be more reasons for optimism if you're a Falcon fan as the transition that continues in the conference and in the division. Look around at what's happened very quickly. The Rams, Super Bowl champs two years ago, have gotten old, expensive, and they don't have a bunch of draft picks to go fix their future, and Matt Stafford's future is uncertain. But he's not alone. I mean, you can look around at the transition at quarterback in the NFC. Certainly in the NFC South with Tom Brady leaving Tampa, New Orleans in transition at quarterback, and the same with Carolina. But the Packers might be without Aaron Rodgers. The Lions, the Bears, all these teams, they don't know exactly what they have in this conference. So yes, could the Falcons theoretically be in the Super Bowl in less than five years? Sure. But I can't give you one concrete reason why today, other than the league, is built on those kind of turnarounds, which is great and provides optimism. All right, we'll talk about uh, the Braves' return to spring training in a moment. First, let me remind you, we're brought to you by Atlanta Sports Trips, who is sending you, if you would like to go, to see Braves spring training. But combined with a beautiful beach weekend, spring training on its own is awesome to see some fun baseball, but combining it with a four-star resort like the Wyndham Grand to Clearwater Beach, three days, March 10th, 11th, and 12th, with your toes in the, uh, in the sand. This is beachfront property that you can enjoy. On that side of the 12th, we're going to provide transportation to and from Braves Pirates in Bradenton from the hotel to the park and back with a couple of cool extras along the way. You can join the fun by booking with just a $99 deposit at atlsportstrips.com. Again, that's atlsportstrips.com. So I think there are five really interesting storylines around Brave Spring Training, and as pitchers and catchers will report today, those who are participating in the World Baseball Classic, you'll start to see them trickling in. The rest of pitchers and catchers report later in the week. Then position players, Braves have a full squad workout one week from today, and they actually play a spring training game February 25th. So some of these storylines will start to show out as we move along. Let me count down five to one for you. Number five, Sean Murphy, the Braves' new starting catcher, getting comfortable with his new staff, whether that's Max Freed, Kyle Wright, Charlie Morton, Spencer Strider and company, I think it's going to be a very big deal. That move of getting Sean Murphy is one that, I think baseball people really know how important he is both defensively and offensively, but I get the sense that when we watch him every day, you'll realize how good he is on both sides, both his offense and defense. So number five, him getting on the same page this spring with his starters so he's ready to roll in the regular season is a very big deal. He's going to catch, it sounds like, five days a week, meaning Darno will get a couple of starts, but Sean Murphy's played a lot in his career, and that seems to be the trend that will continue in Atlanta. Number four. The return of Ozzie Albies and a healthy Ronald Acuna being back in this Braves lineup 
I mean, it goes without saying, those two are game-changing offensive players who can do it all, whether it's run, extra base hits, the power, hit for average. They can do everything. We never really saw Ozzie get no groove. He struggled before he got hurt last year and never got back. Ronald Acuna was not himself. And if those two are what we've come to expect, well, that becomes two all-star level players back for the long haul if they stay healthy this season. Number three, the battle for left field, which I don't know where your expectation is for Marcelo Zuna and Eddie Rosario. I don't have much of an expectation for Marcel, so maybe he will pleasantly surprise me, but I I just don't get the sense you're going to see a great turnaround for Ozuna. Rosario, on the other hand, I do have some expectation that the eye surgery, that his slow start, I think he started three for 44 and then went for the eye surgery last season. It wasn't long ago that Eddie Rosario was hitting 30 home runs for the uh, Cleveland Indians and the Minnesota Twins. It wasn't that long ago that we saw him come to Atlanta and put up a 900 OPS over the uh, final, what, six weeks of the 2021 season and then go on that legendary postseason run. So Rosario, I have expectation for. Marcel, eh. Uh, Number three, the Vaughn Grissom experience at short. Watching him take over what should be the starting job if he can handle it with a little assistance from Orlando Arcia becomes one to watch. We've seen all the video of Vaughn working with Ron Washington this offseason. He will step in for Dansby Swanson, and like we've said, don't expect Dansby Swanson-like output, both offensively or defensively, in Vaughn's first full season short. I would expect what Dansby gave you maybe back in 2017-18, as he was an inconsistent player, both with the glove and the bat. But two things. I think Vaughn will hit ninth in this lineup. Very little in the way of pressure on him. He'll have Acuna hitting behind him, which is a big deal as Ronald leads off. And if Vaughn can just make the routine stuff defensively at short, it should be fine. Uh, number two to me is Soroka and Ian Anderson. Uh, and I'll put that at number two and number one. Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka battling for this fifth spot will get the attention this spring. Folks, I think you're going to need both of them this season. You know, we say it every year. It takes seven or eight or nine starting pitchers to get through a season. And whoever breaks camp winning the job, that's going to be great. But you're going to need Ian and Mike to both be healthy and productive because there will be an injury to Charlie Morton, who is 39 years old. There will be times you want to skip a start for Kyle Kyle Wright or Max Freed. There will be a time when Spencer Strider, they want to pull back the throttle. This will be a fun thing to watch Soroka and Ian to see who wins the spring training part of this battle. But I think both of these guys will go a long way into determining what happens with the Braves. These were front-end, top-of-the-line starting rotation guys. Mike Soroka in his one season looked like an ace. Ian Anderson has been really good for most of his career, specifically in the postseason. So that's why I put them at 2-1, and one, because I think those two guys will pay major dividends. as not just depth, but I think guys you're going to have to count on throughout the season. It's going to be a fun spring for the Braves. I think they're the most talented team in the National League. They could be the deepest team in the National League. And I think a big reason why could be, again, Anderson and Soroka if they're both healthy. All right, before we talk about a very odd prediction around the two-time defending national champs, let me remind you we're brought to you by the Daily Draft, who just got done hosting their own big game bash on a Sunday. Now you turn your attention to all the big hoops, the fun coming in March, baseball around the corner. It's the perfect time for you if you have not experienced the Daily Draft to get down to downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Go say hi to my buddy Sean Daly, who runs the Daily Draft and his great team. And you'll experience a multi-level sports viewing experience with a craft beer bar, 
self-serve taps, a chef-inspired menu, one of the biggest, coolest movie-sized screens anywhere in Metro Atlanta that you will love, with a couch five feet in front that is the best real estate for watching all the games you want to enjoy. You can find out all what's going on at The Daily Draft by going onto their website, thedailydraft.net. Better yet, follow them on their social channels on Instagram and on Facebook to find out more. So I saw that Brad, uh, Brad Crawford of 24-7 Sports did one of those way-too-early college football bold predictions, which these predictions are mostly fun throwaways, especially in college football where we're so wrong about most things we see. One prediction caught my eye. Here it is. He wrote, Georgia will start three quarterbacks in 2023, but still finish the season 12-0. and He says uh, Carson Beck, Brock Vandegrift, and Gunnar Stockton will each start one game at least for Georgia for the defending national champs who will once again back get back to Atlanta without a blemish on their schedule. Now, I would typically think if you start three quarterbacks in a college football season and it's not due to injury, you're in big trouble. That means you don't have one that you can depend on. I, the last time I can think of a team winning a natty or going undefeated, starting three different quarterbacks was Ohio State when they did it with JT Barrett, Braxton Miller, and Cardale Jones. But that was due to injury. We've seen quite a few teams make a quarterback switch in season or in the postseason and go on to win a championship. Clemson did it with Trevor Lawrence. Bama did it with Tua T. Georgia did it with Stetson. But playing or starting three different uh, quarterbacks is usually a bad sign. In this case, I happen to agree with Brad Crawford. I could see Georgia starting these three guys at different times. And because the rest of their talent is so overwhelming, because their schedule is so underwhelming, because Georgia's so well coached, they can absolutely run the table and go 12-0. You try to find a hiccup on this schedule, and maybe one will sneak up on us that we're not looking at this far out, but they have to go to Knoxville. Not easy. They'll have to play Florida in Jacksonville. Not easy. But outside of that, South Carolina could be tricky, maybe. But I could certainly see a scenario where, yes, Stockton gets a start, Beck gets starts, and Vandegrift gets starts, and they still go 12-0. Who's playing the best and, and has the job secured by the time they get to the SEC title game? That's a question for another day. All right, if you guys would, please subscribe to the podcast for me now just to guarantee it's waiting for you each and every day around 10 a.m. You can follow it on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Search it up, if you would like, by following The Daily 10. I will talk to you next this afternoon in Atlanta at 2 o'clock on 680 The Fan. We're back again here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily 10. Subscribe to The Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.